Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor. Enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy. How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? And Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Uh, welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talking that realness. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. We really wanna know your opinion. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Right. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. That's right. We really wanna know your opinion. Right. We really wanna know your opinion. Ah, uh-huh. please don't come with that nonsense. Please talk realness. For real. Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that. Seriously. Talk that realness. For real. Please. Gonna let the world hear it. Breaking news, Laker Nation. What in the hell is going on with Magic Johnson? Guys, we're gonna talk about it tonight on Lakers Unfiltered. I'm I'm confused. Jay, tell me what's going on, bro. So apparently Magic has stepped down from his position as president of basketball operations today out of nowhere. Nobody saw this coming. He said, I'm done with you. I'm done with you, bitches. Out. (laughs) I am out. I can't do this no more. But, I mean, it goes back to what we said last week. Who had the power, right? Power struggle. We just literally covered this last week. Yeah, the crazy thing is he didn't even mention anything to Genie Bus before making his decision. Kind of just left it out there on the Twitterverse for, you know, supposedly a good friend to fi- find out. Good friend slash boss. You know what I mean? So what does this say about Magic Johnson now? Like, let, let's look at his post-playing career. He, he, he has the Magic After Hour show, quits that. He, has, he, he then comes out and coaches, quits that. Now he's president of basketball operations, and he quits that. Like, what? Can he just not stick to anything? Like, I, I don't even know. I'm speechless at this point. Well, I was watching the interview. He did a pretty long interview, um, and he was saying that 
he just wants to be back to being him. And one of the things that bothered him is how he can't congratulate guys in the NBA anymore. He really wanted to congratulate uh, Russell Westbrook after his uh, uh, 2020-20 game last week, but he couldn't do it because he knew the NBA would have something to say or it could be possibly tampering, just like when he said uh, when he made that comment about Ben Simmons. So he said it was just hard for him to really do it and not – or him not to do it because people, you know, or the NBA had something to say about it because he was a president, um, which, I mean, makes sense if that's your personality and you really want to congratulate people and you really want to be that because he's always been a Laker ambassador, but he's also been a league ambassador. So when you're put in that position and anything can be used, especially for tampering, especially against the Lakers, it makes it kind of hard, you know. But also is like, was he the one truly calling the shot? You know, you have Rob Palinka, who is also a powerful figure in the sports industry, you know, agent-wise. Um, you know, so was it, was it just a, a, a accumulation, or was it accumulation of all these things put together, you know? Was it power struggle? Was it it wasn't going the way he wanted to go? But remember, he also did say when he became the Laker VP, if things weren't going the way that he wanted him to go, that he would step down. So, to think yeah, he's always left himself a back door to get out of things, exactly. you know, which which is which is kind of you know weird in its own way. But I mean, okay, so you know, the president of the Lakers, right? And you signed up for this job, and with that job comes responsibilities and certain tasks that you know you can't do any longer as the president, you know, of, of a basketball franchise. Um, is there something, you know, that's going on that maybe we haven't thought about or looked at, you know, uh, Jay, I think, you know, where I'm kind of going with this, you know, being an ambassador, you know, um, what does he really mean by that? I mean, is this really something that the Lakers, was this another calculated move for a reason? Cause I'm thinking of the timing all too perfect. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the thing about him no longer being a Lakers quote unquote employee is that now he can go out and recruit for the Lakers without any tampering charges. He can go talk to True Thompson during the playoffs. He can go talk to Kawhi Leonard during the playoffs. He can go talk to all these guys without any backlash. And he can still be at the meeting for the free agents. I mean, very true. And uh, there have been rumors about Pat Riley stepping away from the Miami Heat. He would be the perfect one to come in and take over as president of basketball operations here in L.A., yeah, I mean, there's, there's, something's going to have to happen. I mean, I don't know, again, you know, not privy to that information. I mean, we can only speculate, but I mean, at this point, the only person that's really left in the organization would be Rob Belinka. And on Mag- Magic's exit, he really didn't, you know, considering that was his hire, he didn't really say, you know, too many nice things about him or anything really, you know, yeah, anything positive. Well, I, I mean, think- what he said. He said when when they asked if uh, they asked him if Rob Pinto was the right guy to be a GM, and he gave him like no no backup. He's like, uh, well, that's a decision that Genie has to make now. So you know if if I, if Magic really felt like he was the right guy for the job, he would have said, oh no no, Rob Rob's Rob's got it down. But he didn't say that, and nope. I think that there's a lot of tough tough decisions that were going to have to be made starting tomorrow 
with Luke, with Rob, that Magic just wasn't ready to make those decisions. And that's the thing is I, I don't think I don't think they keep Rob on. Um, maybe keep him on as a consultant. But you got to understand him being a lawyer, sports agent. He he's on a different. That's a different aspect of actually running any operation type thing. You know, um, you didn't really do any player evaluation. All that you did was show players that you were good in arguing for their best interest for their contracts. You know, um, very true. So you're not really. He's not really a basketball mind or a sports mind per se. So, but you also you know when you get people like that that are very powerful and were at the top of their industry and what they did, it's hard to get them out of their way of thinking or it's hard to get them to understand what you're trying to do because their agenda might be completely different, you know? Um, So I think there was a – it seems to be there was a power struggle because, like you said, even if – because Magic brought him in. So even if Magic – didn't think that he was going to be a GM if there was no kind of like quote unquote bad blood there or magic really had a vote of confidence for him. I think he would have done it. Like, you know what? Like Rob is a great guy. I give him blessings if that's the way they're going to go. You know what I'm saying? But since he didn't do that, it makes you think what was going on behind the scenes. We're referencing that, that last week, you know, and, I mean, we could all see it. The writing on the wall was there. It was weird. It, it was weird. There was too much going on behind the scenes. And I think maybe the whole Anthony Davis trade thing was done wrong. Maybe Rob was the one that was like, hey, Magic, put this out here. Like, put this out here like this. You know what I'm saying? So they put it out there, and then it backfired, and it made Magic look dumb. Right? So maybe Magic was like, hey, you know, maybe you should have put you." You could have took some of the blame for that, you know, because you told me to do it that way. You said maybe we should do it this way. You Very know? true. And I think that's a huge thing. Like, that right there was, we said, is one of the huge, one of the biggest things in sports free agent, free agency, like in, you know, in, in this in this uh, era that didn't go down. Like, the that was a for sure thing. The Lakers thought that was a for sure thing, you know. They put everything out there, and it backfired on them so bad that it's kind of like, how do you recover off of that? How do you be like, okay, you know, like, that was bad. My bad. Let's figure it out now, you know. And I think Magic just didn't want to be that scapegoat. It was like, I can get out now, plus I can get out and still save face and go help the Lakers on the back end without getting in trouble. Exactly. I mean, I I see Magic is not really – Leaving the Lakers, per se, but you know, obviously relinquishing himself from this position was, you know, a good decision. I hate to say it that way. You know, there's a lot of, you know, I don't want to say bad decisions made over the past couple seasons. We'll just say mismanaged decisions that were uh, that were made that led to, you know, look at the Lakers tonight. You know, G League team playing with more heart than we saw. You know, our team play at least half the season with. You know, and what happened halfway through the season? Well, just like you were talking, trade rumors. Let's get rid of the whole team. Let's do this. Let's do that. Front office making decisions, making it public. And uh, look what it did to our team. Yeah. So, 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 so um, with this, 
with this new uh, information we got tonight about Magic, does this mean that Luke's job is safe for next year? Uh, I, mean, I don't that, know about necessarily that, safe. That was kind of what, what Magic said. Bottom a couple of weeks. Yeah, was that, you know, he didn't want to affect anyone's life tomorrow. You know, which, you know, going into the job, that's part of the job. But he didn't want... He didn't want to go against Genie, who really wants to keep Luke. So that's why he just said, I'm out. So now well, everything is on timing, Genie. Well, do you think the timing of Anthony Davis kind of coming out and say, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing for Luke, that having to, you know, come to play for a reason as well? I mean, that all, again, Luke's been given a, a small olive branch with Magic stepping down. And then, you know, here you go. Here's another little twig on that olive branch or step, you know, arm on that olive branch. Oh, Anthony Davis will play for him. Not saying the Lakers will get Anthony Davis next season because nothing's, you know, set in stone at this point in time. But when you have a superstar player saying he played for that guy, yeah, that would make me want to kind of keep him just in case. Oh, Anthony Davis gave Luke a nod of approval. He said he would play for Luke? Yep. Uh, okay. And see, the thing about it is, is Luke, uh, Jeannie Buss likes him. So it's like, exactly. you know, Phil Jackson likes him. So it's like, he has that. He has that. But also, I think because there's already been so much harm done, especially this season and just so much stuff that has been said and, you know, his job being on the line and all that, I do think they get rid of him. I think the Lakers start fresh. They have to. Like, I think that's the only way. Like, if they go in with Luke Walton next year, do you know how much of a – fuss you're going to hear out of LeBron's camp. Like, it's going to it's just going to get worse, you know? Um, and I don't think that the Lakers need to start that next season like that. Especially because potential free agents that want to come here know that if Luke stays here that it's just going to be controversy. So it might persuade them to not come here. So here's but the thing about that is that you know, Free agency starts July 1st. The draft is right before that. You know, we have only a limited amount of time to try and put all of our ducks in a row with president, GM, and coach here in the next couple of months. That's a lot of big hires that need to be made, and they need to be made fast. Yeah, but, I mean, if you get Pat Riley, you're good. You know, you, I mean, you don't really have to worry about that. If you get Pat Riley, you pretty much got everything. Pat Riley could drive. You don't even have to have a coach when you go to the draft. If you got Pat Riley, he'll have it all figured out. Um, I, that, I think that would be a hard sell, though. I, that, I think that would have to offer Pat Riley some sort of stake in the team to get him back. Done. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Whatever you need. You want you want, uh, you want Jim Buss's? <laughs> you want Jim Buss's? Take, take it. I mean, okay, guys, let me ask you a question. Okay, we could we could go, we could talk for hours about coaches. Realistically, about each one, each individual coach that has a rumor that could possibly be the next Lakers coach. But let's focus on what happened tonight with Magic. Now, I want to figure out what is our next move with Rob Palinka, and who is going to come in and take Magic's spot. You know, Jay, me and you were talking off, you know, off the cast earlier about this. Why don't you fill our viewers in what me and you were talking about? As far as taking over from Magic, you know, I don't even know who's out there who would even be a good option. But GM, 
I, I would say you go and get David Griffin, who was the Cavs GM. He, you know, he's a really good GM. He, he's well respected in, in the NBA. People are gonna take his phone calls, and you know, he, he knows how to get deals done. He's worked with LeBron before, so that shouldn't be an issue. Josh, what do you think? Um, it's good. It's gonna be hard because, like Jay said, um. You don't really know who's out there right now. But one thing that the Lakers can offer is that Laker franchise. So if you want to um, if you want to bring people or persuade people away, you can. But then again, it's also hard to having LeBron. So you might have to go with that. It's either gonna, I think it might have to be somebody that will be familiar with LeBron. Um which would be, you know, the Cavs' former GM or Pat Riley, because you're not really going to – you're going to come in and that GM's going to have to get approval just like Magic and Rob Palenka were doing with LeBron for players. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. asking LeBron, what do you think about this player? What do you think about this player? So it's going to have to be – I would like to see Pat Riley because Pat Riley was pretty much the only one that's ever stood up to him and told him no. You're going to play for Spolstra. You're going to play with this team. This is what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that would be dope. Like, but then again, like I said, the Lakers are going to have to offer him a lot, which I think we should do. Um, but, I mean, even that, like, you know, even trying to go back after Jerry West and being like, hey, what do you want? He's already in uh, L.A. That's like the dream scenario right there. Pat that's Riley my, is the president. And Jerry West as the GM. That that would be, you know, that's like our number one. That should be our number one goal is to get those, those two guys back in the organization. Because everywhere they've gone since they left, they've been successful. I mean, look at Pat Riley with the – he was successful with the Knicks, went to the Heat, ultra successful with the Heat. Jerry West went to Golden State. He's got them rolling. He went to the Clippers in his first year. They're in the playoffs. You know, we need we need to get those guys back in the Laker family. So let me yeah. ask you a question. This is why this is why I keep going back and forth on this whole coaching thing. Let me ask you a question, and I'll get to my point. Who was the coach while Jerry West was uh, running Golden State? Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr too, right? Steve Kerr came at the end of yeah. yeah Luke Walton was the assistant for a little while, right? But he oh, yeah. wasn't. I don't think he was there during Jerry West, though. I think he was post Jerry West. Post Jerry West. Okay, I believe so. N- nonetheless, my point is this: I can care less about a head coach. You get Jerry West, and you let that man align your ducks for you. That's what he does. Period. Let him let him control that part of the team. Let him build. I don't know what he normally does. I don't know dynasties. I don't know, especially as a Laker. Yeah, it just makes it just makes the perfect sense to me. I mean, if you can get these free agents, like Kyrie Irving is said to want to give the Lakers a meeting this summer, if you can get him in the room with Jerry West and Pat Riley. I mean, come on, who's who's gonna who's gonna say no to that to go play in New York? Let's, let's keep it real. Yeah, very true. I, mean, I, I don't see again. Just Jerry West running the helm, it just doesn't – it doesn't get any better than that to me. I mean, Magic Johnson did what he did. 
Uh, it's again, it's it's a huge Laker. Um, I don't. I'm still questioning his motives on stepping down. You know, because uh, as being a multiple time champion, you know, I, I wouldn't expect him to be a quitter. You know, so there's got to be something else in this that we just don't know about because it doesn't ring true of his character. Well, you know, I mean, it, it could just be that. I mean, there was a quote saying that he was tired of the backstabbing. Now, Mm -hmm. if that was that inside the Lakers or was that the people outside of the Lakers that was backstabbing against against them? He didn't really make that clear. Um, But basically what it does is it gives us another recruiter that's able to go and talk to whoever whoever they want. And if, if that's his ultimate intention as to why he wanted to step down, you know, like he's gonna, re- he's he's still gonna recruit for the Lakers, whether he's an employee or not. Yeah, and I think that yeah. was his intention, but you can't say that. <laughs> so like, nope. hey, I'm stepping down. I'm just gonna recruit. I'm just gonna help them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he did say it in so many words though, because he was like, I'll still be around. You know what I'm saying? So he said it in so in so many words, but he couldn't be like, the reason I'm quitting is because you guys are giving me backlash for going out and recruiting or talking to players. So I'm stepping down. So now I can go do it without you guys being able to say anything about it, you know? So I think that, you know, hopefully that that was it. But like when you're so used to being so free and just kind of doing what you want to do, and then you kind of get pigeonholed down and held down and you got to conform to this, it makes it hard. Yeah, definitely can't argue with that. Um, I mean, it, it's just, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it leaves us up with so many decisions to make in such a small amount of time. And this extra decision on top of trying to find, you know, uh, somebody to fit with LeBron, what are we going to do with this, you know, with this team in the offseason? Who are we going to, who are we going to sign? You know, what are we going to do with our coaching staff? I mean, there's a lot of, questions and spaces that you know let's just say there's a lot of questions that need to be answered yeah because obviously things aren't right with the lakers right now so okay so do you address do you go after your gm first or do you go after your coach first okay so say if they do fire luke tonight tomorrow whatever do you go after your gm first and let your gm hire your coach no or do you let whoever's in charge right now hire your coach I think, I mean, if you're going to let the coach go and Magic has stepped down, um, Magic being the more basketball-oriented person out of all three of these people that would be left in your upper management team, you know, that are running your basketball operations, you, you, you know, you, you chop the head off. You know, and chopping the head is Rob Point. He's the only part of the snake that's left when you think of yeah. it in that situation. Not calling the yeah, organization it- a snake, but just using figurative language. No, but it's funny that you use Snake in terms of Rob Palenka. You know, everything that I've been hearing the last couple of days about Rob Palenka is how he just straight lies to people, right? And, like, no no other GMs would take his phone call, but they would take Magic's phone call. So now if all we're left with is Rob Palenka, no one's taking our phone call for anything. Trades, free, you know, like, no, nobody wants to play for this guy. He, he's a sports agent and a lawyer. That's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like... When, yeah, and that's why exactly. that's why it was so baffling when Magic brought him on. I think he brought him on that with the aspect of he's had so many great 
players. No, but that wasn't even that, that that wasn't even Magic's hire. That was uh, Magic said today in in one of those interviews that that was Genie's hire. He had never even met Rob before this year, oh. and so they so so they just barely started working together this year. And Magic said, "Oh, it's been a good experience." But then when asked if Rob was the right guy for the job, that's when he said, "Well, that's up to Genie." Right, so he didn't he didn't give him his his backing. Yeah, see, and that and that's the thing is like you can't um, you can't bring in somebody that's already screw people uh, willing and dealing to you know get their their clients' best interest taken care of. You can't bring them in to help you run a team and have them deal with other GMs that they might have screwed or they might have told them, you know what, my client doesn't even want to be here anymore, you know. I'm taking my client elsewhere because that person's already got animosity towards you. So it's like, why why would you do that? Yeah, Rob Palenka at this point in time, I mean, like I said, um, we need to – we need – I mean, if we're, if Magic's stepping down, he's stepping down for a reason. I think yeah. he's bowing out gracefully and having, you know, Jeannie make a decision – and what she's gonna have to do to make the rest of this team right, because you know Jeannie wants to win, you know, period, period, point blank. You know, and if the Lakers aren't in that limelight, and Magic's not getting it done, well, why isn't Magic getting it done? Yeah, and th- I mean that's from the outside looking in to me, that's what it is. Like it's just that maybe Jeannie just really backs Rob, really likes Rob. You know, I mean, she's, she loves Magic, but she really likes him and was like, well, I just would rather have you guys work together and figure this out. Magic was just like, you know, nah, I'm, I don't want to do this. You know, I'm done doing this. And that's why he didn't bring it up to Jeannie. That's why he went to the media first and broke it to them first before he did it, you know. Because um, you think with them having such a good relationship, he would have went to her first. But maybe they already had that conversation and she really wanted Rob to stay there on board. So he came to the conclusion like, well, you know, if he's going to stay here, I can't continue to stay here. I can't work with him. You know, everybody's had bosses like that, you know, especially once you get up to that level where you're the manager and you got to deal with the owner, you know, like, ah, it's kind of hard. You know, I really can't deal with this person. But uh, us normal people have to stay there where magic. <laughs> he got enough money to do what he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what – I don't know how to describe – I don't even know what the best way to put this because I'm really good at this normally and I don't want to use the wrong uh, wrong scenario here. But with Larry Nance saying today that Rob Polinka told him to buy a house, everything was good, and then traded him, you know, the next day. I, I mean, pardon my language, that's pretty fucking low. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know it's business, but for me, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, some of our viewers understand my language. That's a bitch move. Yeah, but like I said, we got to understand he was an agent. He was a lawyer. He was not a basketball player. He was not a GM. He, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't none of the above. He's used to selling dreams for himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, that's uh, what Oh, I understand that. But I also understand that when you burn bridges, you know what I'm saying, especially in an organization that's as big and small as the NBA – you ain't gonna have nobody fucking with you. Oh, for you know sure. What I'm saying? For sure. One hundred. I mean, so that's why I think you know, if Magic stepping down, Rob's gotta go. Period. Magic step down. Period. Rob, you gotta go. He has. I mean, to. I, I, has, I, 
he has nothing. Like, he knows nothing about this. He knows how to be an agent and a lawyer. He knows nothing about running an NBA franchise. I mean, if you want to keep it super 100, he got hired because he was Kobe's agent. That's it. Kobe gave him the recommendation to Jeannie, and that's that's how he got his job. He didn't get it off anything else besides Kobe's recommendation, yeah. which he, you know, which was looking back, was it a good idea? No, because he never done the job before, and everybody, every other agent in the league hates him, so no one's going to deal with him, which is why I think, you know, I we talked about last week. I thought he should have got, I thought he should have got fired, whether Magic stayed or stayed or not. Like he should been the number one guy, like. Magic could have stayed, got rid of Polinka and Luke, and we could have started over over fresh. Yeah. True. But Magic is uh, taking it on the cheek, being the martyr of the situation. And I guess, I mean, hopefully leading by example. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm not, you know, I'm not sold on, you know, okay, we got to, you know, clean house, get rid of Luke Walton. I don't know why I'm saying that right now. You know, maybe I'm just shell-shocked with Magic leaving. You know, but I definitely think, you know, Rob Blinkett, yeah, my nigga, you got to go. I think we still have to get rid of Luke. I, I think, I mean, I know we had a bunch of injuries, but when we did have majority of our players, I just think the he mismanaged the lineups. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he could have done a lot better with managing the lineups. I mean, he had a lot on his plate, but... I still don't think, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's not, he, it's hard because he's not, like I said, he's not a proven coach. He walked into a Golden State team that was assembled. He didn't have to do anything, you know? So it's like their rotations were already assembled. So what do you do? It's either that or he's got to have a great assistant coach under him that's like, hey, these, that's not good rotations, you know? Like, mm-hmm. let's, you know, figure figure out something else. And I think that's the thing about it. I mean, because obviously, you know, multiple sets of eyes are better than one. But it's like, what are you seeing when you're putting in these rotations with all these guards, you know what I'm saying, that need the ball in their hands and nobody can create a shot off of somebody driving in and kicking it back out. Like, you know, you can't have this. You got to figure this out. Us as fans, we see it. You've got to be able to see it as a Very coach. True. Yeah, I don't. I mean, questionable rotations all season. I mean, at best. I mean, at minimum, I should say. You yeah, know? but, it, you know, it's hard with all the guys. In. I get his rotations were crappy for the most part, but look what he had to deal with. You know, yeah. every, all, all the major players missed a bunch of games. Ingram, Rondo, LeBron. You know, all those oh, – oh, yeah, and I forgot Lonzo. He missed a bunch of games, too. No, you didn't forget you know, him. Like... That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you know, so with those guys missing a bunch of time, it's hard to really get your rotation set. And with just a... – I call bullshit. No, dude, like, think about it. He's if, an NBA coach. If you don't know who's going to be there from night to night – I don't care. Josh Hart, he's, he's been a- out for a long time. Like Kyle Kuzma, all these guys have had major injuries, been out for a major time. All right, so that's a reason to keep him, right? It's not a reason to fire him. Now, would I keep him? Probably not, because it doesn't sound like LeBron wants to play for Luke. So, since we have LeBron, 
as whether we like it or not, we got to go with someone that he wants to play for. So that's what you're saying is the main reason why we let go of Luke is not for lack of effort or performance, but mainly because he ain't going to play with LeBron or LeBron ain't going to play with him. I should say play yeah, for him. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. If LeBron wanted to play for Luke, we wouldn't, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't be mentioned fire Luke. Yeah, but what what is the, what is the separation? What what is the issue? I mean, is it respect? I mean, is it, you yeah, know, LeBron is his elder. It well, you know, they they came in the same draft class, mm-hmm. so it's it's got to be a respect thing. I'm sure he looks at him like, dude, you're picked in the second round. I was the number one I, pick. Why do I have to listen to boy. you? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think LeBron has been like that with all of his coaches. You know, um, but. I think it's also on the coach to control that, you know? Um, Very true. And that's the thing about it is, like, at Luke, I, Luke is, he, he wants to be too much of a peer rather than be their coach, their leader, you know? Um, and I don't know if he's scared to step up and, you know, tell LeBron or, you know, say, like, hey, you're the player. Stay in the player's place. But, like, that's what he needs, like, I mean, Spolster didn't do that, but Pat Riley did that to him. You know, like, you're the player. Stay in the player's place. Like, Eric Spolster had no experience. He was a video assistant. You know, mm-hmm. like, and Pat Riley groomed him from being a video assistant. Like, Luke Walton has the experience. I think Luke Walton can be a good coach. But even last year, I felt like he did not do good with the rotation. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like... You have time. It's not like, you know, it was like a one and done. Like, I like Luke Walton. I don't think there's anything wrong with Luke Walton. I just don't think he's that fiery in-your-face coach that we need. Like, we need that that coach like like we were talking about last week with Patrick Beverly, how we need that player. We need that coach. We need that coach that's not going to be the friend. That's going to be the coach. Yep. So, so pretty much what you're telling me is that Jerry West needs to come in and do what he's got to do, go to work, and get us a, get us a good coach. Because, again, I'm not worried about getting rid of the coach right now. The Lakers have a lot of decisions to make. If the coach is the last thing, but we have a person like Jerry West, to be honest, a coach can get got in the middle of the season, for a couple weeks into the season. You know, let's, let's keep it 100. I, I'm looking for someone that's going to lead the team from the top. Because right now that person is fucking Rob Palenka. I think Rob knows he's dead, a dead man walking right now. What what title does Rob Plinkett carry right now in the organization? He's the GM. That's it. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you've yeah. got to get, you've got to get rid of him. Like, yeah, yeah because you, because look at whoever they hire as the next president. Rob's not their guy. They're gonna want to bring in their own guy. So Rob should just do the right thing and just step down because he knows he's going to get fired either way. He 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 can't stay around. You know, there is no way. This that... Last week, super ego. You think that man's going to step down? I mean, no, but he should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you ever thought that Magic was going to step down? No, probably not. Uh, no, but after seeing his decision or thinking about it for a minute, he is a lifelong Laker. So to better the team, yeah. yeah, I could see that being possible. I mean, I didn't think Magic 
in what was it ninety two uh, would retire from the NBA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. But he did. But he did. You know, and he's still alive, still healthy as fuck. So, you know, yeah. things when you're talking magic, as corny as that sounds. <laughs> I mean, Very think about true. it. But hey, you know, I mean, that's what it is. News broke, so we'll just see how it uh, plays out, and then hopefully on our next podcast, we'll have some extra stuff to bring to the table and some rumors, some juicy rumors, or. Well, you know, whatever else we can bring. Definitely. We may have some uh, good interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. Ain't that right, Jay? Yeah, we might get a couple of interviews. I don't want to jinx them yet. But once we get it all scheduled, we'll definitely send it out on Twitter and make an announcement. That way you guys can make sure that you tune in. Definitely. Stay tuned for that, guys. I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> Hey, hey, everyone out there, if you like us, make sure that you uh, start telling your friends about it. You know, we, we're trying to grow the audience, so have them subscribe to the podcast. Have them f- make sure they follow us on Twitter, at Laker Unfiltered. And, you know, the the bigger we get, the better we get. So the more listeners, the better. Yes, tell everybody. Baby moms, mistresses, wives, girlfriends. All, all four of them. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell my kids and my kids' friends. No, this is unfiltered. I take that back. Never. I'm just gonna tell them the people I work with. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they're not really but working anyway. One, yeah. Hey, you should just have it playing at your work 24 seven. I mean, there's plenty of time for people to do that. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. We're just getting yelled at by customers all day. I think I'd like to get some of that broken up by some funny banter with three random ass people. Exactly. I, mean, I don't know. Especially when we're talking about the Lakers. But what do I know? You know cars. <laughs> I do know cars. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. We appreciate you this week. Look forward to us next week. We got all types of good stuff coming up for you. All right, guys. See you later. Later.